Greetings, everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast, the third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Rituals of Freemasonry. Rituals of Freemasonry. The Worship of Lucifer. Satan. Part 1 of 5. From the analogy, the Matrix page, you learned that certain Masonic authors praise Lucifer. And it doesn't stop there. ITEX tends to their symbolism as well. It is important to stress that not all Masons worship Lucifer, only the top 5% do. A majority of this page on Freemasonry was taken from Masonic books that were published by Masonic publishing companies. Most of these writings were kept secret. Many people still do not understand the importance of studying this subject to its logical conclusion. Their spiritual freedom is at stake. Remember two things about Masonry. 1. Superior Masons deliberately lie to their fellow Masons, as those Masons deserve to be misled. 2. Explanations given to 95% of all Masons are wrong. This quote from Masonic author, Carl Cloudy sums it all up. Cut through the outer shell and find a meaning. Cut through that meaning and find another. Under it, if you dig deep enough, you may find a third, a fourth. Who shall say how many teachings? Many who are in Masonry are not aware that they are lied to. Finally, remember Albert Pike's bold assertion in Morals and Dogma, that Masonry is identical to the ancient mysteries, P.624, teachings of the 28th degree. Of course these top 5% call Jesus Christ an inferior God, they never, ever mention him in their teachings or their rituals. This shouldn't surprise you since the Pope carries a bent satanic cross as seen on another page which shames Christ on the cross. Freemasons used Luciferic symbols within the layout of Government Center Washington, D.C. Freemasons worship Lucifer, the Lightbearer. Lucifer and Satan are biblically the same individual, Freemasonry is really the worship of Satan. By quoting their own sources and depicting the symbols in which they use, this claim is proven. Lucifer praised as the Lightbearer of Freemasonry, Lucifer, the Lightbearer. Strange and mysterious name to give to the spirit of darkness, Lucifer, the son of the morning. Is it he who bears the light, and with its splendors intolerable, blinds feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? Doubt it not. Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma of the Ancient and Accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Masons from the first initiation which is the first degree are urged to mightily seek the light. The average Mason is continually saying that he is seeking the light, and will spend his entire life moving toward the light. People who haven't studied this subject would assume that this light is the revelation of the God of the Bible. This statement is continuously held up to try to convince us that Masonry is Christian. In the above quote, Albert Pike is saying that Lucifer is the one who bears the light of Freemasonry. The sentence immediately preceding confirms not only that Lucifer is the light bearer, but that Masons of previous degree shave been led to believe that the opposite was true. The wording of this sentence is difficult to understand unless you have special knowledge. Doc Marquis was asked for his explanation. Let's look at what he had to say. The Apocalypse says, to those who receive the 19th degree, the apotheosis of that sublime faith which aspires to God alone, and despises all the pomps and works of Lucifer. Ibid. 
It seems to contradict the sentence first quoted above. It appears to contradict the quote above where Pike identifies Lucifer as the Masonic Lightbearer. However, when you understand the esoteric explanation from Doc Marquis, your understanding clears up completely. The Apocalypse is identified first by Pike as being the book of Revelation written by the Apostle John. Pike then states that similar books from other religions are just as inspired as Revelation, mentioning Plato, Philo, the Sefer Yazira, and the Sohar. Pike says all three of these books, Apocalypse, Revelation, the Sefer Yazira, and the Sohar, are all identically inspired. And since the last two books are of non-Christian faiths, Albert Pike is saying that the contents of Revelation are no big deal. Pike then says that these three books are the completest embodiment of occultism. Ibid. Now, we understand that Pike views the god of the apocalypse as being the opposite but equal to Satan just as typical occultists believe and teach. Secondly, Doc Marquis provides the esoteric, occultic, explanation. Pike is also saying in this sentence that, in the previous 18 degrees, Masons believed that God was the lightbearer, but now, in this 19th degree, Pike is giving them new revelation. This insight completely squares with stated Masonic policy of deliberately misleading Masons in the lower degrees until they were really ready for the truth. This is the truth, Masonry worships Lucifer. Pike's typical satanic phrase, out where everyone can see, Concrete evidence is then given by Pike of Freemason's worship of Satan, Lucifer on the very front of the cover of Morals and Dogma. Pike writes a Latin phrase just below the round seal of God. This is a phrase proven to be satanic. Any satanic brother looking at this phrase would know that the contents of this book are satanic. They would also understand that the entire religion of Freemasonry is satanic. Deus meum que is this phrase. The literal meaning is, God in my right, Doc Marquis says this statement is a typical one within Satanism. There is one meaning within another with this statement. The first meaning is that the Freemason can depend upon their God to determine their right and justice. The second meaning is, since the God of Freemasonry is Lucifer, Masons are saying that they are, using occult methods, through Lucifer, to achieve their rights and justice. This phrase is very powerful and dangerous within Satanism says Marquis. A Satanist knows the content within Pike's book is Satanism just by reading, Deus Meum Que They don't even have to read the book, just the phrase to know. Seething energies of Lucifer within your hands. The day has come when fellow craftsmen must know and apply their knowledge. The lost key to their greatest mastery of emotion, which places the energy of the universe at their disposal. Man can only expect to be trusted with great power by proving his ability to use it constructively and selflessly. When the Mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is the proper application of the dynamo of living power, he has learned the mystery of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands, and before he may step onward and upward, he must prove his ability to properly apply energy. He must follow in the footsteps of his forefather, Tubal Cain, who with the mighty strength of the war god hammered his sword into a plowshare. Manly Pihal, 33rd degree, KT, the lost keys of Freemasonry are the secret of Hiram Abiff, Forward by Reynold E. Blight, 33rd degree, KT, illustrations by J. Augustus Knapp, 32nd degree, McCoy Publishing and Masonic Supply Company, Inc., Richmond, Virginia, P. 48. Emphasis added, once the Mason learns to control his emotion and to apply the dynamo of living power, the Mason can be assured of being able to control the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands. He makes the admission that Masonry is the craft, which is an old name for witchcraft. Satanists are assured that, if they will join the coven and learn the craft, he will control the supernatural power of Satan, 
just as Manly Pihal promises here. As you can see, they have exposed themselves. Powerful proof that Freemasonry is Satanism. The language is direct and clear. It is not cluttered with deliberately confusing arcane language that only an insider can understand. Further, note that Hall and Reynold E. Blight are 33rd degree Masons, while the illustrator is 32nd degree. McCoy Publishing Company is also one of the most respected of all Masonic publishing houses. Revelations of Tubal Cain. Please take note that Hall makes reference to Tubal Cain above. We need to review this sentence because it too reveals Satanism. The Mason must follow in the footsteps of his forefather, Tubal Cain, who with the mighty strength of the war god hammered his sword into a plowshare. In the Masonic quiz book, the candidate is asked this question. Who was Tubal Cain? Answer. He is the Vulcan of the Pagans. William P. Peterson, editor, Masonic quiz book. Ask me brother, Chicago, Illinois, Charles T. Power Company, 1950, page 1888, 131,213. Also found in John Yarker, The Arcane Schools, a review of their origin and antiquity, with a general history of Freemasonry and its relation to the Theosophic Scientific and Philosophic Mysteries, Belfast, Ireland, William Tate, 1909, page 30. Also found in A.R. Chambers, Editor, Questions and Answers, 1972, page 237. Also found in Malcolm Duncan, Duncan's Ritual of Freemasonry, New York, David McKay Company, Inc., N. D. 3rd edition, page 94. Tubal Cain is the password given in the third degree of Master Mason. You can identify Freemasonry with paganism within this sentence. But what is the meaning of the Vulcan of the pagans? A very important question because Manly P. Hall advises the Mason that, once he has the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands, he is to walk in Tubal Cain's footsteps. Hall makes it sound like Tubal Cain is one of the Greek gods, does he not? And, we know conclusively that Tubal Cain is Vulcan of the pagans. Let us review who Vulcan of the pagans is by looking within occult sources. Vulcan was a sun deity who was associated with fire, thunderbolts and light. The festival in honor of him was called the Vulcania in which human sacrifices were offered. Percival George Woodcock, Short Dictionary of Mythology, New York, Philosophical Library, page 152. According to Deal, he bears a family relationship to the Christian devil. J.E. Serlow, translated by Jack Sage, A Dictionary of Symbols, New York, Dorset Press, 1991, page 362. It is fascinating to know that he married Venus, another name for Lucifer or the devil. Woodcock, Op, Sit. Page 150-151, to 151, Manly P. Hall tells the Mason that he can have the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands, and then tells him to follow in the footsteps of the Christian devil, to whom human sacrifices are offered. The infernal names. There may be some people who have read up to this point and still might be skeptical. Masonry cleverly masks its reference to Satan. There are 77 names which pagans have used to refer to Satan over the centuries and they are in the Satanic Bible. We'll review some of these infernal names of Satanism found within Masonry. Satanic Bible, Anton Lavi, page 144-46. We shall list the Freemason teaching on each of these names, and then the explanation. Baphomet. The Gnostics held that it, universal agent, composed the igneous, pertaining to fire, body of the Holy Spirit, and it was adored in the secret rites of the Sabbath or the Temple under the hieroglyphic figure of Baphomet or the hermaphroditic goat of Mendes. Pike, Ah, Sit. Page 734, Teaching of the 28th Degree. We find it absolutely incredible that the Freemasons should portray the Holy Spirit with the satanic symbol, Baphomet. Eliphas Levi created this symbol, 
one of the foremost Satanists and Freemasons of all time. The Baphomet is one of the most evil of all symbols. Looking closely at the Baphomet, above, you will see that the emphasizes on sex. This being is androgynous, both male and female. You can see it has the breasts of a woman, and an erect phallus. You'll notice that the erect phallus has two serpents coiled around it. The Baphomet has the head of a horned goat, another title for Satan. Masonic and occult symbols illustrated as a book in which Dr. Burns says, in a book on witchcraft, the complete book of witchcraft and demonology. The caption states that he is, the horned god of the witches, symbol of sex incarnate, page 51, and if you look at his right hand you will see Baphomet making the sign of the devil's triad. Baphomet is also known as the Sabbatic goat, in whose form Satan is to be worshipped at the witch's Sabbath. Frank Gaynor, Dictionary of Mysticism. Then, we discovered that Baphomet is officially approved as a symbol of the Church of Satan. The Occult Emporium, Winter, 1993-1994, page 54, and that it is worn by the Priest of Satan, Ibid. 1990-1991, page 26, since Albert Pike linked Baphomet with the Goat of Mendes, we will show this obviously satanic symbol, as well. It should also be noted that from the way a pentagram is normally seen, one point up, two down, rotating the pentagram 33 degrees you get a satanic pentagram. 33 is the highest degree there is in Freemasonry. Freemasonry makes use of the pentagram quite a bit. You can see the similarity between the Eastern Star and in the satanic pentagram above. The Eastern Star is a Freemason division for women. Once again, masonry utilizes a very evil satanic symbol for the order that trains its young, impressionable girls. Why didn't masonry at least utilize that good star, with one point up, rather than the most evil five-pointed star, this goat's head of Mendes? Truly, their use of this symbol tells us exactly that they are evil through and through, even to their own young girls. Above is a picture of a typical masonic ring symbol, compass, square, and rule. On the right is the full figure from which Thering symbol was taken. Looking closely you can see two five-pointed pentagrams, one of which is colored darker than the other. The one depicting Satan is the one which has two points up and one down, and the other with one point up and two down, depicting Lucifer. See the Lucifer-Satan pentagram explanation, below. The Masonic ring symbol is just a disguised pentagram with both the good and evil stars represented. Both the first Hermes was the intelligence or word of God. Moved with compassion for a race living without law. God sent to man Osiris and Isis, accompanied by Thoth, the incarnation or terrestrial repetition of the first Hermes, who taught men the arts, science, and the ceremonies of religion, and then ascended to heaven or moon. Pike, Morals and Dogma. Helena Petrovna Blavatsky was founder of the House of Theosophy. Her books were all written by her demonic guiding spirits in a form that is called automatic writing. These writings tie Thoth together nicely. Quote dot dot dot, Hermes, the god of wisdom, called also Thoth, Tat, Set, and Satin, and that he was, furthermore, when viewed under his bad aspect, Typhon, the Egyptian Satan, who was also Set. Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, Isis Unveiled, Volume. I. Science, Blavatsky like Anton Lavi in the Satanic Bible, had no trouble tying the infernal name, Thoth, with Satan, and especially the Egyptian Satan. This subject does go back a long way. Remember Pike's words, quoted in the very beginning, that masonry is identical to the ancient mysteries. What this statement means is that Freemasons believe the same as all the ancient mysteries and worship the same god, Satan, and they worship Satan under different names. Keep in mind that we are dealing with a highly advanced people. A people who have had a lot of practice in their art of deceit. 
From the Table of Coincidence page in the Masonic Rituals section you were made aware that individuals within the U.S. government and NASA have been staging major worldly events which coincide with 19.533 degrees from the perspective of that particular event. This again is traceable back to ancient Egypt. Since Blavatsky mentioned another of the infernal names, Typhon, and has identified him as the Egyptian Satan, let U.S. review Albert Pike once again, as we discover that Freemasonry reveres Typhon as well. Typhon, Osiris was the son of Helios, Phra, the divine offspring can generate with the dawn, and at the same time an incarnation of Neph or Agathodemon, the good spirit, including all his possible manifestations, either physical or moral. He represented in a familiar form the beneficent aspect of all higher emanations and in him was developed the conception of a being purely good, so that it became necessary to set up another power as his adversary, called Seth, Baby, or Typhon to account for the injurious influences of nature. Pike, ah. Sit. Page 588, Teachings of the 28th Degree, Knight of the Sun, or Prince Adept. Once again, we can see the occult, satanic doctrine that all of nature is composed of good and evil, black and white, opposites that are equal but opposite. Folks, this is pure Satanism, and Albert Pike has just espoused it, explaining that nature could not allow the all-loving, all-good Osiris to exist without an evil counterpart. In fact, Satanism and Freemasonry both share the same, very revealing, symbol to depict this situation. Quoting from Masonic sources, you are provided with this picture. In these symbols, the below-left-hand pentagram surrounded by the magic circle is Lucifer, the good god, with the one point upward and two down. The below-right-hand pentagram, again surrounded by the magic circle, is Satan, the evil god, with the two points up and the one down. These symbols depict exactly what Albert Pike is talking about in the paragraph above. He says that the evil god, whom he calls Seth or Typhon, Typhon is listed in the Satanic Bible as infernal names for Satan, is the adversary of the good god, Osiris. Therefore, Pike is saying Osiris is Lucifer, a finding consistent with the rest of the occult realm. Above symbols taken from Arthur Edward Waite, The Mysteries of Magic, a digest of the writings of Eliphas Levi, Chicago, DeLawrence, Scott and Company, Inc., 1966 edition, 1909, page 223, note. Wade is a Freemason author. Also shown in D. Dwayne Winters, A Search for Light in a Place of Darkness, A Study of Freemasonry, page 69. You should find this highly interesting that the Masonic street layout for Washington, D.C., which is on another page, is laid out in the form of the evil pentagram on the right. The symbol for Satan, also known as the goat's head of Mendes. Therefore, the Masonic plan for the United States is one of evil, even in their own minds, not good. Pan. Satan is not a black god, but negation of God. This is not a person, but a force, created for good, but which may represent evil. It is the instrument of liberty or free will. They represent this force. Under the mythologic and horned form of the god Pan. Thence came the he-goat of the Sabbath brother of the ancient serpent, and the light-bearer. Pike, Morals and Dogma, page 102. Since the Satanic Bible lists Pan as one of the infernal names of Satan, we need to look further into the occult for more information on Pan. However, we now know that, from Pan came the he-goat of the Sabbath, brother of the serpent, and the light-bearer, Lucifer, because Albert Pike, the number one Freemason of all history, has just told us. One thing more to keep in mind. They have planned their debut of their Antichrist, he will be on the scene soon, you can bet in it. It's all part of their new world order. Freemasonry is truly evil, it is deceptive, it is the work of the devil. Listen to Bill. Cooper, describe Freemasonry.
Cooper was a member of Demolé during his youth, and later, spent over 20 years in naval intelligence. He is most familiar with the organizations which are driving the world into the New World Order and the appearance of its Messiah, the Biblical Antichrist. I tell you now that Freemasonry is one of the most wicked and terrible organizations upon this earth. The Masons are major players in the struggle for world domination. The 33rd degree is split into two. One split contains the core of the Luciferian Illuminati and the other contains those who have no knowledge of it whatsoever. Behold a pale horse. Freemasonry. The Worship of Lucifer, Satan. Part 2 of 5. This page concentrates on Masonic symbols. Occultists put an enormous emphasis on communicating through symbols with other members while hiding the truth from the initiates and the profane, i.e., people who are not members. Magic Symbols by Frederick Goodman states that the true magic symbol is an image which hides an inner meaning. This meaning is usually cunningly hidden behind a form which most people think they can understand immediately. Page 6. Examining these Masonic symbols reveals the cunningly hidden meanings. Then compare them with known satanic symbols so you can easily see from whence Freemasonry receives her supernatural insights and her spiritual light. The double-headed eagle The double-headed eagle is probably the most easily recognizable Masonic symbol in the world, even more important than they square and compass, rule. They look like two eagles, but they are not. They are the phoenix bird of ancient Egypt. Remember that the Brotherhood was known in ancient Egypt as the Mystery Schools. The current presidential seal has an eagle in it. The eagle replaced the phoenix, the original national bird, in 1841 as the national bird. The phoenix has been a brotherhood symbol since ancient Egypt. The phoenix was adopted by the founding fathers for use on the reverse of the first official seal of the United States after a design proposed by Charles Thompson, Secretary of the Continental Congress. Listen to the explanation from Masonic author, Manley P. Hall, 33rd degree, K.T., in his book, The Phoenix, an illustrated review of occultism and philosophy. Before we begin, I find it highly interesting that Hall would admit, by his use of this title, that Freemasonry is occultic. Among the ancients a fabulous bird called the phoenix is described by early writers. In size and shape it resembles the eagle, but with certain differences. The body of the phoenix is one covered with glossy purple feathers, and the plumes in its tail are alternately blue and red. The head of the bird is light in color, and about its neck is a circlet of golden plumage. At the back of its back, the phoenix has a crest of feathers of brilliant color. The phoenix, it is said, lives for 500 years, and at its death its body opens and the newborn phoenix emerges. Because of this symbolism, the phoenix is generally regarded as representing immortality and resurrection. The phoenix is one sign of the secret orders of the ancient world and of the initiate of those orders, for it was common to refer to one who had been accepted into the temples as a man twice born, or reborn. Wisdom confers a new life, and those who become wise are born again. Pages page 176 to 77. Freemasons, like all occultists, refer to their initiates who have completed their initiation as being born again. In 1988, when George Bush was on the presidential campaign trail, Barbara Walters interviewed him. She asked him a question that caught him off guard. Barbara asked George if he was a Christian. Bush literally stumbled, looked down for a moment, and answered, If by being a Christian, you ask if I am born again, then yes, I am a Christian. Bush parsed his words carefully, unlike a born-again Christian. Bush has a lifetime membership in an Illuminist Masonic secret society called Skull and Bones. The answer that Bush gave is typical of an occultist. They claim to be born again. They are also filled with religious ecstasy when the spirit of Lucifer sweeps through them upon initiation. Back to the Phoenix Bird. 
Listen to the explanation given by a radical feminist, Barbara Walker, in her occult book, Now is the Dawning, page 281. Egyptians believed that the phoenix was the representative of a god who rose to heaven in the form of a morning star, like Lucifer, after his fire immolation of death and rebirth. Wow! In one sweet, short, and simple sentence, we have conclusive proof that the phoenix bird is a symbol of Lucifer. Listen now to the testimony of another former witch, William Schnobelin, in his book, Satan's Door Revisited, page 4. The phoenix of Banu is believed to be a divine bird going back to Egypt. This phoenix destroys itself in flames and then rises from the ashes. Most occultists believe that the phoenix is a symbol of Lucifer who was cast down in flames and who will one day rise triumphant. This belief also relates to the raising of Hiram Abbott, the Masonic Christ. To prevent most people from associating the Masonic Eagle with the ancient phoenix, Freemasons changed the phoenix tone eagle and began to refer to it as an eagle. However, two Masonic authors blow the lid off that change in symbolism. Manly P. Hall, in his book, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry, states, These were the immortals to whom the term, phoenix, was applied, and their symbol was the mysterious two-headed bird, now called an eagle, a familiar and little understood Masonic emblem. Albert Pike, in Magnum Opus, writes, The eagle was the living symbol of Egyptian god Mendes, and the representative of the sun, P. XVIII, in one sentence, we see the admission that the phoenix bird of ancient Egypt was changed into the Masonic eagle and then Pike admits that the eagle is the symbol of the sun god and of the god of Mendes, both symbols being common satanic symbols of Satan, Lucifer. Remember also the satanic meaning of the phrase depicted below the eagle the two eagles, Deus Meumqueju. Ace explained in part 1 of 5 this is a typical satanic Latin phrase, meaning, Masons are saying that they are, using occult methods, through Lucifer, to achieve their rights and justice. But why would a two-headed eagle be adopted by Masonry, instead of a one-headed eagle? Masonic author, R. Swinburne Clymer, writing in The Mysteries of Osiris, 1951, explains, When they pagans, desired to express the renewal, or beginning, of the year, they represented it in the form OFA doorkeeper. It could easily be distinguished by the attributes of a key. At times, they gave it two heads, back to back. In time, this back-to-back -back key symbol became the double-headed eagle of symbolic masonry. Page 42. The triangle one of the most utilized occultic symbols is the triangle. A triangle with its point downward represents the deity and is called the deity's triangle, or the water triangle. With one point up, it is called the earthly triangle, pyramid triangle, or the fire triangle. These two definitions of the triangle are standard occult belief. They came from a Masonic book, Symbolism of the Eastern Star, by Shirley Plessner. Robert McCoy said the same thing in Adoptive Rite Ritual, Virginia. McCoy Publishing and Masonic Supply Company, 1897, page 237. However, this latter representation of the triangle, with the point upward, is the symbol of the perfect or divine man. Notice this occult symbol portrays perfect man and woman within a circle, which is within a square, representing creation, which is within a triangle, godhood, which is surrounded by the largest circle. Notice that the triangle here is with its point upward, signifying the divinity of man. Another Masonic writer who stated that man can become perfected or divine is George H. Steinmetz, writing in, Freemasonry, its hidden meaning. Also, Steinmetz wrote this belief in his book, The Lost Word, its hidden meaning. Another Masonic writer, J.D. Buck, writes, It is far more important that men should strive to become Christ's than that they should believe that Jesus was Christ. J.D. Buck, Mystic Masonry. Going back to the triangle pointing upward which represents the perfect or divine man. 
Masonic writer Albert Churchward states standard occult belief when he further identifies the upright triangle. With the point up Churchward writes that this triangle represents Set. Set is one of the infernal names of Satan, as listed in the Satanic Bible written by Satanic High Priest Anton Lavi. Churchward's book was, Signs and Symbols of Primordial Man, in India. This triangle was worn in the foreheads of the followers of Shiva. Masonic authors William Meyer and J.S.M. Ward also wrote that this type of triangle was worn in India by followers of Shiva, who wear it in their foreheads. Shiva is another infernal name listed in the Satanic Bible as another name for Satan. Meyer wrote this in, The Order of the Eastern Star. Ward wrote this information in, Freemasonry and the Ancient Gods. Occult writer, R.P. Lori Krishna said the same thing in The Lamb Slain, Supreme Sacrifice. The hexagram, uniting the water triangle with the fire triangle, the hexagram is formed. It forms a six-pointed star also known as the Seal of Solomon. This symbol is a counterfeit star of David, the national symbol of Israel. The difference between the star of David on the occult seal is the triangles which make up the occult seal interlock and the two triangles off the star of David lie flat against each other. Mary Ann Slipper, a Masonic author, writing in Symbolism of the Eastern Star, 1927, on page 14, makes a most telling admission, when she says, The six-pointed star is used in Masonic work and is also found in other well-known secret orders. Another Eastern Star book, The Second Mile, understates the impact of the hexagram when it says, The six-pointed star is a very ancient symbol and one of the most powerful. The hexagram is a very powerful symbol to witches, magicians and sorcerers. It is used in different kinds of witchcraft, magic, occultism, and the casting of zodiacal horoscopes. Because it has six points, and because it contains a 666, the hexagram is considered to be Satan's most powerful symbol. Look at the hexagram above. The first six is formed by the sides of each triangle facing the clockwise direction. The second six is formed by the sides of each triangle formed by facing the counterclockwise direction. The third six is formed by the sides off to inner hexagon. The hexagram was used as a standby for magicians and alchemists. The sorcerers believed it represented the footprint of a special kind of demon called a trude, and used it in ceremonies both to call up demons and to keep them away. Gary Jennings, Black Magic, White Magic, Eau Claire. Also Harry E. Weddick, Treasury of Witchcraft. The hexagram is used to conjure up <coughs> demons, making them appear in this dimension to do the bidding of the witch. Doc Marquis, former Illuminist Satanist, confirms that hexagrams are used to call forth demons to place spells and curses on the intended victim. The word, hex, comes from this practice. The hexagram is also a symbol of the sex act and reproduction. Masonic author, Albert G. Mackey provides us with the occult explanation in his book, The Symbolism of Freemasonry, page 195, 1869 AD. The triangle pointing downward is a female symbol corresponding to the yoni, and the upward pointing triangle is the male, the lingam. When the two triangles are interlaced, it represents the union of the active and passive forces in nature. It represents the male and female elements. Also explained in Did You Know? Vignettes in Masonry from the Royal Arch Mason Magazine, Missouri Lodge of Research, 1965, P.132, Wes Cook, Editor. If this has not become evident to you, the occultist, the paganist, worship sex. They also worship most everything in nature which fulfills the biblical definition of a paganist in Romans chapter 1 verse 25, because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. Speaking of the sexual connotation of the hexagram, another which revealed, 
when the male triangle penetrates the female triangle, it produces the six-pointed crest of Solomon or hexagram, the most wicked symbol in witchcraft. David J. Meyer, Dancing with Demons, the music's real master. The hexagram is the sign used in the royal arch in Freemasonry. Masonic author Wes Cook, writing in Did You Know? Vignettes in Masonry from the Royal Arch Mason Magazine, Missouri Lodge of Research, 1965, page 132, stated that the hexagram represented balance and harmony in all facets of the world. Another Masonic publication links the hexagram with the Chinese Yang and Yin symbol. The Significant Numbers, Short Talk Bulletin, September, 1956, Volume 34, Number 9, Page 5, in summary. The hexagram is the most wicked, and one of the most powerful, of all symbols in witchcraft. It is used to call forth demons into this dimension, to communicate with the dead, to describe sex acts, and to represent gods such as Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, Dr. Kathy Burns. Freemasonry Proven to Worship Lucifer, Part 3 of 5. Once you understand what is going on in the world you can then recognize evidences of Satanism in so many, many places. The pentagram it was proven from Masonic books that Masons worship both Lucifer and Satan. They serve both the good, Lucifer and the evil, Satan. They believe that both good and evil exist in equal measure in the world. They also believe good cannot exist without an equally powerful evil. This belief is the reason we see both type of five-pointed stars within Masonry. The star with the upright single point is a symbol of the good, Lucifer, while the star with the two points upward is a symbol of the evil, Satan. It also takes 33 degrees of rotation of a pentagram, one point up, to achieve a satanic pentagram, two points up, coincidence? I don't think so. The women's division of Freemasonry, Eastern Star, above right, is based upon the evil Satan, Star, the goat's head of Mendes. This is one of the infernal names of Satan within Satanism. In looking at the Eastern Star goat's head, above right, the star itself is a goat's head, and the star in the middle is a plain goat's head, which is within an inverted pentacle. In one symbol there are three instances of inverted pentagrams. So, just how important is the pentagram to the Satanist? Listen to the Witch of Salem, Massachusetts, Laura Cabot, on this question. In her book, Power of the Witch, The Earth, The Moon, and the Magical Path to Enlightenment, Cabot says, it really isn't that difficult to distinguish the craft from Satanism. Witches wear the pentacle with the point up. Satanists reverse it with the point down. Once we examine the two symbols above, both Masonic, we can only conclude that Freemasonry admittedly serves both the good Lucifer, and the evil Satan. Cabot has more to say on page 93, about the significance of the pentagram to witchcraft. A pentagram, consists of a five-pointed star inside a circle. It is the key symbol of the craft. It is the witch's mandala. The pentagram, inside a circle or with no circle, is the key symbol of witchcraft. Both good and evil pentagrams are within Freemasonry in abundance. The triangle, continued from previous article, the triangle wasn't the first subject mentioned on this page because the pentagram is far more important to their practice of witchcraft. The triangle is part and parcel of the pentagram. The triangle plays a big part within the hexagram as well. Freemasonry teaches man as becoming god to the occultist, the triangle is very important. It is used constantly in every conceivable manner. It is used either with the point up or down. When you see the point down, this represents the deity and is called the deity's triangle or the water triangle. The earthly triangle or pyramid triangle is what it is called when one point is up. It symbolizes the perfect O-R-D-I-V-I-N-E-M-A-N. 
This quote is not from some heinous black hooded Satanist, it comes from a 33rd degree Masonic author named George Steinmetz, Freemasonry. Its hidden meaning, New York, McCoy Publishing and Masonic Supply Company, 1948, p.63, repeated on page 67, Freemasonry joins all pagan groups in saying that man can become divine or perfect. In another book, George returns to this theme once again, be still, and know, that I am God. That I am God, the final recognition of the all in all, the unity of the self with the cosmos, the cognition of the divinity of the self. George H. Steinmetz, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry, Richmond, Virginia, McCoy Publishing and Masonic Supply Company, 1923, page 92, Freemasonry has been so sensitive about any of its secrets ever becoming public knowledge. Masons in every age knew thought of the general public knew the satanic core that existed in the heart of Freemasonry, the organization would either go into oblivion or would be arrested and put in jail. Now you know why Freemasonry insists that its initiates pledge that, if they divulge any of Masonry's secrets, he would agree to having his throat slit and be disemboweled. Manly P. Hall, another 33rd degree Mason, writes, Man is a god in the making. The Lost Keys of Freemasonry, page 92, Masonic author, Joseph Fort Newton, clearly and boldly states, to the profoundest insight of the human soul, that God becomes man that man may become God. The Religion of Freemasonry. An Interpretation, McCoy Publishing and Masonic Supply Company, 1969, page 37. Masonry acknowledges that Freemasonry originated in the PLACEWHERE Satan dwells. Albert Churchward. Another Masonic author states that the triangle pointing upward us a symbol for Set, which is one of the infernal names for Satan. Signs and Symbols of Primordial Man, George Allen and Company, Limited, 1913, page 189, 309, and 471. Then, Masonic author, J.S.M. Ward states, With the point upwards, the equilateral triangle stands for Shiva the Destroyer and signifies the flame which rises upwards from the funeral pyre toward heaven. This symbol is familiar to us in several degrees, most notably the 30th degree. Freemasonry and the Ancient Gods, 1921. Also reported by Masonic authors William Meyer, The Order of the Eastern Star, page 20. Alan Danielu, The Gods of India. Shiva is another name for Satan in the occult. The triangle with one point pointing up is a symbol for Satan. Most likely this is the reason why the pyramid is such an important symbol to the Mason. This is the symbol on the reverse of the $1 bill. Occultists know that both Horus and Osiris are alternate names for Satan. There is one more proof from Masonic authors, that Satan is the one they worship. Masonic authors tell us that they worship Lucifer in yet another way. Lynn Perkins, a Masonic author, states that Shambhala has a bearing on the ancient origins of Freemasonry and upon its future in the coming Aquarian Age. Masonry in the New Age, page 56, then, on pages 55 to 56, Perkins says that today's Mason has no idea that Freemasonry comes from such an ancient, esoteric source. Most Masons today understand that the roots of their organization are in Satanism. When Perkins said that Freemasonry had its origins in Shambhala, he just identified Masonry as Satanic. Alice Bailey, with her demon master, Master DK writing through her, stated that, Shambhala is the mythological place where the Lord of the World, Sanat Kumara, or Shiva, is supposed to lie. Discipleship in the New Age, Masonic author, Perkins, has just admitted that Freemasonry originated in the place where Shiva, Satan, lives. Manly P. Hall, 33rd degree Mason, K.T., in his book, Initiates of the Flame boldly admits Freemasonry is from Hell. Those who follow the path of faith, or the heart, 
use water and are known as the sons of Seth, while those who follow the path of the mind and action are the sons of Cain, who was the son of Samael, the spirit of fire. Today, we find the latter among the alchemists, the hermetic philosophers, the Rosicrucians and the Freemasons. Page 20. Paul places Freemasonry among the circle of the damned, sons of Cain, who rebelled against God, alchemists who are known sorcerers, black magicians, and worshippers of Satan, and the Rosicrucians who have so desecrated the precious cross of Jesus Christ with pentagrams and hexagrams as to make you sick. Paul's major revelation was that Freemasonry is the son of Samael. Being careful not to confuse Samael with the beloved prophet Samuel. Samael is one of the infernal names of Satan. In fact, House of Theosophy author, writing under the influence of her demon possessing her, Master D.K., identifies Samael as Satan. The secret doctrine, in fact, Satanists shave a symbol of Samael. The pentagram on the left with the one point up represents the divine man specifically and Lucifer the good god generally. The pentagram on the right with two stars up in the goat's head is called the goat's head of Mendes by most Satanists, but black magic Satanists call him Samael. Freemasonry proven to worship Satan, as it adores and worships the serpent, part 4 of 5, serpent worship in Freemasonry, the serpent is a very important symbol within both Freemasonry and Christianity, it was also important in ancient civilizations, it shouldn't be a shock to you to learn that Freemasonry worships the serpent, most pagan groups have done this for the past 5000 years, remember the serpent in Eden, Albert Pike speaks greatly about the importance of the worship of the serpent in morals and dogma in the various pagan mysteries religions of antiquity. You will recall that on another page Pike was quoted saying that, Masonry is identical to the ancient mysteries, which means that all their teachings and all their books are precisely the same as the ancient, pagan mysteries. The serpent entwined around the egg, was a symbol common to the Indians, the Egyptians, and the Druids. I referred to the creation of the universe. Page 496 teaching of the 25-degree, Knight of the Brazen Serpent. Freemasonry does not believe that the universe was created by the God of the Bible. This statement really supports that concept, as it dogmatically states that the serpent entwined around the egg is a symbol of the creation of the universe. Freemasonry idolizes the Druids. Pike not only mentions the Druids in this sentence, but other Masonic authors are even bolder in their admission that Freemasonry venerates them because their mysteries religion is identical to the Druids. Our mode of teaching the principles of our profession, masonry, is derived from the Druids, and our chief. Emblems originally came from Egypt. William Hutchinson, Mason, The Spirit of Masonry, revised by George Oliver, New York, Bell Publishing, originally published in 1775, p. 195, another Masonic writer, Albert Churchward, states that Masons are our present Druids. Albert Churchward, Signs and Symbols of Primordial Man. The Evolution of Religious Doctrine from the Eschatology of the Ancient Egyptians, 1913, another Masonic author, George Oliver, also noted Freemasonry's connection with the Druids. The Druids had a high veneration for the serpent. Their great god, who, was typified by that reptile, and he is represented by the bards as the wonderful chief dragon, the sovereign of heaven. George Oliver, Signs and Symbols, 1906, when Masonic authors Pike, Hutchinson, Churchward, and Oliver identify Masonry as coming from the Druid religion, this admission is extremely damning. Masons admire the Druids and some of them even claim that Masonry came from Druidism. Of course, the Druids were occultic priests, practiced astrology, and offered human sacrifices. Dr. C. Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, page 28, 
Albert Pike then reveals that other mysteries religions throughout the globe and at different times also worship the serpent, in various ways. For example, quotes below taken from Morals and Dogma. 1. The Phoenicians represented the god Nomu, Nef or Amun Nef, by a serpent. 2. In Egypt, a sun supported by two asps was the emblem of Horhet the good genius. The serpent with the winged globe was placed over the doors and windows of the temples as a tutelary god. The word, tutelary, means, guardian, three, in ancient Tyre, and India, a serpent was, coiled around the trunk of a tree. Python, the serpent deity, was esteemed oracular, and the tripod at Delphi was a triple-headed serpent of gold. Four, the portals of the Egyptian temples are decorated with the hierogram of the circle and the serpent. Five, the serpent, is found upon the temple of Naki Rustin in Persia, on the triumphal arch at Pachin, in China, over the gates of the great temple of Shandi Tiva, in Java, upon the walls of Athens. The Mexican hierogram was formed by the intersecting of two great serpents, which described the circle with their bodies, and each a human head in its mouth. While we may think it abhorrent for a snake to be swallowing a human, we discover that the Satanist had a different point of view. A satanic book of symbols, entitled, Magic Symbols, says that a snake swallowing a human being symbolizes, the process of initiation. When a man has prepared himself as to achieve insight into the nature of the spiritual realm, then he is said to be an initiate. A true initiate is one who has been given, or who has earned, such wisdom as permits him to look on such a brilliant influx of spiritual light, without damaging his vision. As a man is invited to go up the degrees, he is told more and more things, until finally, about the 28th degree, he realizes he is worshipping Lucifer, the good God. He has been mightily prepared for this revelation, so he can look on such a brilliant influx of spiritual light without damaging his vision. 6. All the Buddhist crosses in Ireland had serpents carved upon them. Wreaths of snakes are on the columns of the ancient Hindu temple at Burwa Sangar. Among the Egyptians, it was a symbol of divine wisdom, when extended at length, and with its tail in its mouth, of eternity. All the pagans in every era have used the serpent to worship and to consider as symbolic of wisdom. A satanic book of symbols, entitled, Magic Symbols, says, We shall see the deeper implications of the serpent as a symbol of wisdom. This figure, below, is identified as being one used in the practice of alchemy, an art normally thought of as attempting to turn base metals into gold, but which also has a spiritual objective of achieving eternal life. By the way, this symbol of the snake devouring its own tail is called Ouroboros. This symbol is also called Ouroboros, but its meaning is deeper. This snake, sometimes called the Ouroboros, is a symbol of time, from which alone wisdom springs. The snake encircles the two symbols of the extremes of created life, the child and the death symbol of the skull. Between them, the child and skull are intended to symbolize the beginning and then end. As a whole, the emblem may be interpreted as meaning, in the end, is my beginning, or, the end is found in the beginning, which is approximately what the Latin around the circle means. Magic symbols, Ibit. The pagan belief in reincarnation is spoken of within these statements. This second Ouroboros depicts the whole world being surrounded and controlled by the serpent. This is the way the Satanist views the entire created world. Freemasonry shares the belief in the serpent symbolizing time, as the second Ouroboros indicates. Listen to Pike explain this briefly but clearly. A serpent ring was a well-known symbol of time. Ibid. Page 497 as Pike is explaining the Mason's spiritual belief about the serpent, he mentions the zodiac, bees and honey. Listen. The virgin of the zodiac is bitten in the heel by serpents, who, with Scorpio, rises immediately behind her, and as honey, the emblem of purity and salvation, 
was thought to be an antidote to the serpent's bite, so the bees of Aristeus, the emblems of nature's abundance, are destroyed through the agency of the serpent, and are generated within the entrails of the vernal bull. The sun god is finally victorious. Ibid. Note that masonry also identifies itself with the pagans who divine the future by studying the entrails of a bull. You consistently see the symbol of the bees and their beehive throughout Freemasonry. The July, 1998, issue of the Scottish Rite Journal states that the eagle was also a symbol of regeneration and rebirth. Jim Tresner, 33 degree, Wings of the Eagle, Wings on Our Feet, Scottish Rite Journal, July, 1998, page 7. But, another Masonic writer returned back to the symbolism of the snake as regeneration or reincarnation. Herbert F. Inman, Masonic Problems and Queries, London, England, A. Lewis, Limited, 1987, page 210. Also stated by Charles G. Berger, Our Phallic Heritage, New York, Greenwich Book Publishers, Inc., page 204. In fact, listen to how the book, A Dictionary of Symbols, explains the importance of the snake. Snakes are guardians of the springs of life and of immortality, and also of those superior riches of the spirit that are symbolized by hidden treasure. The serpent is the life force which determines birth and rebirth and hence it is connected with the wheel of life. Sir Lowe, A Dictionary of Symbols, page 286 to 288. Albert Pike gives us the explanation for these two Masonic columns, both of which depict a serpent. Serpents encircling rings and globes, and issuing from globes, are common in the Persian, Egyptian, Chinese, and Indian monuments. Vishnu is represented reposing on a coiled serpent, whose folds form a canopy over him. Pike, Morals and Dogma, Teachings of the 25th Degree, Knight of the Brazen Serpent, page 500, notice that the column on the left not only has a serpent encircling a globe, but notice also that the globe itself has wings. Another source quotes H.G. Wells as saying that the winged globe is to become the symbol of the new world order when it overtly rules the world. Fritz Springmeier, The Watchtower and the Masons, Portland, Oregon, 1992, page. She, that means the Masonic column on the left depicts the symbol of the final kingdom of Antichrist, his new world order. You see again that we have a strong connection between Freemasonry and the coming kingdom of Antichrist. Freemasonry depicts the savior as the serpent, on the right as the Masonic apron. You will note the all-seeing eye on the left upper corner the sun worship symbol in the right upper corner, and the beehive with bees toward the bottom, all very typical Masonic and Satanic symbols. But, note the centerpiece symbol, with the death's head in the middle of the Masonic emblem of the compass and square. Notice that this symbol is surrounded by an Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail. Further, notice that two sprigs of evergreen bough are below the compass and square. The Satanist uses the evergreen to depict eternal life. But, now, let us listen to two Masonic authors shed even more light on this subject. The serpent is universally esteemed a legitimate symbol of Freemasonry. George Oliver, Signs and Symbols, New York, 1906. Now at least we know the truth about Freemasonry, its legitimate symbol is the serpent, and note the capitalization of serpent, above, denoting deity. The serpent is the symbol and prototype of the universal savior who redeems the worlds by giving creation the knowledge of itself and the realization of good and evil. Manly P. Hall, 33 Degree Mason, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, The Philosophical Research Society Press, Page, LXXXVIII. It is the body of the Holy Spirit, the universal agent, the serpent devouring its own tail. Morals and Dogma, Teachings of the 28th Degree, Knight of the Sun, or Prince Adept. Freemasonry proven to worship Satan, its symbols venerate the sex act. Study of symbols, part five of five.
pagans have worshipped animals, insects, birds, rivers, forests, trees, and many other things, but they all have one type of worship in common. They worship the sex act between man and woman. They worship both the man's penis and the woman vulva. In reading their explanations for these symbols, you should be amazed at the creativity they demonstrate in assigning sexual connotations to many of their symbols. Freemasons do this very thing. However, they differ from the Satanist in that they hide much of the sexual content in many of their symbols. If you will remember, Carl Cloudy was quoted on a previous page, he says that masonry has layers upon layers of meanings for the very same symbol, and you have to just keep digging until you get them all. Sexual connotations have been assigned to many of the symbols that are most commonly used in the fraternity, and for which other, meanings, completely non-sexual, have been taught to the lower level mason. Sexual connotations to Masonic symbols, sex in the G, the letter G, is displayed quite often in Masonic symbols. The initiate is told that this letter stands for God and for geometry, which the supreme architect of the universe used to design the universe. However, Arthur Waite, a cultist and 33rd degree mason quotes Eliphas Levi who is also a 33rd degree, tells us that the letter G stands for Venus and that Venus's symbol is a lingam, a stylized phallus. Arthur Edward Waite, The Mysteries of Magic. A digest of the writings of Eliphas Levi, 1909. Albert Pike states within Morals and Dogma, page 631 to 32, that the monad, number one, is male, and the duad, number two, is female. Their sexual union produces the triad, number three, which is represented by the letter G, the generative principle. Sex ACT in columns, broken and unbroken. The broken column is utilized by the Eastern Star and Freemasonry. It contains many levels of meanings. The initiate is told that the broken column signifies an early death. The mason learns later on that columns represent gods. Joseph Fort Newton, The Builders, A Story and Study of Masonry, 1914. A different hidden meaning for the broken column is learned later on by the mason. In Egyptian mythology, Isis is sometimes pictured weeping over the broken column, which conceals the body of her husband, Osiris, while behind her stands Horus, or Time, pouring ambrosia over her hair. Isis was both virgin and mother, so the beautiful virgin is Isis weeping. The broken column is the missing member of Osiris, the phallus. Short Talk Bulletin, The Broken Column, February, 1956, page 6-7. Also Edmund Ronane, The Master's Carpet, 1879. Horus is another name for Satan. Isis is the consort of Lucifer. Isis just lost her husband, Osiris, that is the reason why she ice weeping. Osiris' body was dismembered, including his penis, which had been cut into many sections. Isis and Osiris were wrote about by Albert Pike, saying they were the active and passive principles of the universe, commonly symbolized by the generative parts of man and woman. Morals and Dogma, page 401. You must focus on the bottom of the broken column and not the top. The bottom of the column shows the phallic upright column inserted into the circular base, which is the symbol of the female vulva. The column is broken, of course, to symbolize the belief that Osiris' penis had been cut into many sections. But Albert Mackey, 33-degree Masonic author, states that the regular column is a phallus symbol. The phallus was an imitation of the male generative organ. It was represented usually by a column, was was surrounded by a circle at the base. Mackey, a manual of the lodge, 1870. Mackey also stated this in the symbolism of Freemasonry. Sex in the point within a circle. The point in the circle carries a sexual connotation. Another Masonic author states that this symbol is used in sun worship, and then says, the female principle. 
symbolized by the moon, assumed the form of a lunette, small circular opening, or crescent, while the male principle, symbolized by the sun, assumed the form of the lingam, phallus, and placed himself erect in the center of the lunette, like the mast of a ship. Point within a circle, short talk bulletin, August, 1931, Masonic bulletin designed to read within the sex within a circle. The circle is commonly used to depict the female sexual organ. Satanists love to use the eight-step path of enlightenment. Left, they believe a person needs to go through eight separate steps to become fully enlightened spiritually. The final step, which is the eighth step, is the sex act. Notice that the very center of this symbol is a very small circle. This symbol is the ultimate female sexual representation. Probably the most famous of all obelisks in the world is the Washington Monument. It is believed that spirit of the Egyptian sun god, Ra, resides within the obelisk, and they pray to it three times daily, if possible, and facing east. The obelisk is the most recognized of all phallic symbols. The sex act between male and female is represented by an obelisk within a circle. The Washington Monument sits within a circle. Freemasonry planned, designed, and created the Washington Monument. The obelisk is greatly revered in masonry, ace a quick tour of any cemetery in New England will tell you. You can tell which graves are Masonic by the obelisks as their headstone. The triangle and hexagram. Masonic author, R. H. Mackenzie, states that, among Egyptians, the base of the triangle represented Osiris, or the male principle, the perpendicular, Isis, or the female principle, and the hypotenuse, Horus, their son. Kenneth R. H. Mackenzie, the Royal Masonic Cyclopedia of History, Rites, Symbolism, and Biography, 1877, Thus, you can see that the hypotenuse was conceived as a result of the sexual union of the bassion, the perpendicular. Within Masonic symbolism, the sex act is portrayed as the union of the perpendicular and the base. We have pictured the triangle, above, with the symbol of the Tau within. Masonic author, R. Swinburne Clymer typifies Masonic symbolism of the Tau when he states, The phallus, or lingam, and the yoni, the male and female emblems of generation, are found in the triangle in the Tau. Clymer. The Mysteries of Osiris or Ancient Egyptian Initiation, 1951, Masonic author, Albert Mackey, tells us of the sexual connotation of this hexagram. The triangle pointing downward is a female symbol corresponding to the yoni and the upward pointing triangle is the male, the lingam. When the two triangles are interlaced, it represents the union of the active and passive forces in nature. IT represents the male and female elements. Mackey, The Symbolism of Freemasonry, 1869. Also Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma, 1871. Also Wes Cook, Editor, Did You Know? Vignettes in Masonry from the Royal Arch Mason Magazine, Missouri Lodge for Research, 1965, page 132, to the Mason. The interlacing triangles of the hexagram depict sexual intercourse. Yin and Yang is one of the most commonly used symbols today, including logos of many organizations and companies. Yin and Yang are considered to be opposites. Yin represents eternity, dark, feminine, left side of the body, etc. Yang is its opposite, and represents history, light, masculine, right side of the body, etc. Philip G. Zimbardo and Floyd L. Rutch, Psychology and Life, 1977. Yang is male, positive, and represented by the sun. Yin is female, negative, and represented by the moon. Paul E. Desotel's The Gem Kingdom, page 237. The symbol itself dates back at least to the 4th century BC and has been identified with the Eastern philosophical religions of Confucianism, Buddhism, and Taoism. In the Western world, it has long been adopted into the symbolism of myth, magic, astrology, and witchcraft. 
Clear Chambers, The Seekers Circle, A Humanist Revolution, 1977, page, B. Another ancient magical sign called the yin and yang first appeared sometime before the 3rd century, BC, in China. This emblem became a favorite of sorcerers and mystics throughout the Orient because it, too, embodies so many possible meanings. Gary Jennings, Black Magic, White Magic, 1964, does Freemasonry adopt and use the symbolism of yin, yang? Indeed, they do, but in a way is to hide the meaning form of profane. Listen to Albert Pike. The black and white pavement symbolizes the good and evil principles of the Egyptian and Persian creed. It is the warfare of Michael and Satan. Light and shadow, which is darkness, day and night, freedom and despotism. Morals and dogma, page 14. Masons also use the two triangles to represent this idea of opposites. In Short Talk Bulletin, a pamphlet which is to be read in the lodges, we are told that the triangles are symbolic of good and evil, day and night, the Chinese yang and yin. Dr. C. Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, quoting Masonic publication, Short Talk Bulletin, The Significant Numbers, September, 1956, Volume 34, Number 9, Page 5. Also Wes Cook, Did You Know? Vignettes in Masonry from the Royal Arch Mason Magazine, Missouri Lodge of Research, 1965, page 34. I had always wondered about the distinctive black and white squares on Masonic floors, as depicted on Washington's apron, above. Now we know they represent the concept of yin and yang, the favorite of sorcerers. Masons also use two triangles joined together to represent yin and yang. Therefore, their depiction of the hexagram also depicts yin and yang. We have described the sexual connotation to the mason of the hexagram, above. However, masonry also teaches about the yin and yang symbol. Thus the monad, number one, and the duad, number two, were the phallus and kteis of the Greeks, the lingam and yoni of the Hindus, sick, and the yang and yin of the Chinese. George Oliver, The Historical Landmarks and Other Evidences of Freemasonry, 1855. The yin and yang symbol is also used to represent bisexuality and homosexuality within today's New Age movement. It is also used to depict divination. Dr. C. Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, page 19-22. Do not be deceived. Freemasonry depicts yin and yang a little differently than a traditional New Age or occultist or Satanist. They use the hexagram in the black and white tile floors, but their belief in yin and yang is identical to the Satanist mysteries. But, why should we be surprised, for Albert Pike told us that Freemasonry is identical to the mysteries. Masonic emblem of square and compass depicting sex Masonic authors boldly state that the symbolism of the traditional square and compass of Freemasonry represents the heterosexual sex act. Listen to Albert Pike explaining this fact to members of the 32nd degree. The compass, therefore, is the hermetic symbol of the creative deity and the square of the productive earth or universe. Morals and Dogma, page 850 to 1. Therefore, the Masons look at the compass as the male phallus and the square as the female vulva. As you look at the Masonic emblem here, you can see the obvious penetration of the female square point by the points of the compass. One point of difference here is that the Satanist generally reverses the sex roles of the compass and the square. However, whichever way you look at it, the compass and the square are thought of as depicting the heterosexual sex act. A most evil symbol, before we leave the subject of the Masonic emblem of the square and compass, I want to show you a particularly evil symbol depicting the square and compass. This scene depicts several unmistakable satanic images, tied in with the Masonic emblem, also known as the square and compass. First, note the hexagram to the far left of the picture. 
Remember, the hexagram is the most evil of all black magic symbols. Witches have used it for years to cast curses on people. Many people in the past few thousand years have died by having a hex placed on them. Second, notice the sun overhead in this picture. Just as the Egyptians did in the days when God cursed them in their religion, Freemasons worship the sun in general and the Egyptian sun god, Ra, particularly. Finally, note that the sharp end of the square is driving deeply into the Holy Bible beneath. As Christian author, Ralph Epperson proves in his book, Masonry, Conspiracy Against Christianity. The number one top secret of Masonry is not that they worship Satan, Lucifer. Rather, the number one secret of Freemasonry is that they plan to eradicate Christianity in complete fulfillment of end-time prophecies. This symbol captures this goal perfectly. Sex in Masonic Temple, and the Pomegranate. The Lodge is a representation of King Solomon's temple and the temple was calculated to symbolize the maternal human body, wherein the candidate must enter to be born again. The uterus and vagina represent the porch of the temple. The pillars of the porch represent the fallopian tubes, the network, the broad ligament with its accompanying blood vessels, and the pomegranate, the ovary and its exuberant seeds, the ovicells. Roland C. Blackmer, The Lodge and the Craft. A Practical Explanation of the Work of Freemasonry, 1923. The Torch and Statue of Liberty. Satanists have always equated the flaming torch as a symbol of Lucifer. Lucifer, having regained his star and his diadem, will assemble his legions for new works of creation. Attracted be his flaming torch, celestial spirits will descend, and he will send these messengers from unknown Sphirsto Earth. Then, the torch of Lucifer will signal, from heaven to earth, and the new age, Christ will answer, from earth to heaven. Edward Schur, quoted by Tex Mars, Mystery Mark of the New Age, page 240. This explanation of the symbolism of the torch is the Luciferian belief that, at the Battle of Armageddon, Lucifer and his force will defeat Jesus Christ and then conquer heaven. Thus, the torch signifies the belief that Lucifer will ultimately defeat Jesus Christ. Masonic author, Manly P. Hall, 33-degree Mason, states that, The torches represent the occult arts and sciences, the doctrines and dogmas by the light of which truth is made visible. Hall, Freemasonry of the Ancient Egyptians to which is added an interpretation of the Krata Repoa Initiation Rite, the Philosopher's Press, 1937. We also find it highly interesting that one of the Masonic publishing houses is called the Torch Press. We also know from history that the Statue of Liberty was given to us by Illuminist French Freemasons in 1876. Towering above the shimmering but polluted waters, she holds in her outreached Armand hand a torch of fire and light. A gift of the Masonic Order. The modern inheritors off to Illuminati heritage, the Statue of Liberty was sculptured by Frederick Bartholdi, a member of the Masonic Lodge of Alsace-Lorraine in Paris, France. The statue is significant to the secret societies plotting the New World Order. Tex Mars, Dark Majesty, The Secret Brotherhood and the Magic of a Thousand Points of Light, page 212. Note that our symbol of the Statue of Liberty was the actual terracotta model constructed in 1870 by the Masonic sculptor. In Satanism, virtually any perpendicular symbol is the phallus, so the torch certainly qualifies. Indeed, one might wonder, from the explanation given, above, that the torch is Lucifer's phallus, if the occultist really believes the torch is a symbol of the god. The goddess holding the torch would provide a good female symbol. Thus, the Freemason depicts the sex act every single day of every year, in New York Harbor. Sex and the Masonic Gavel The gavel is an important Masonic and Eastern star symbol. Dr. C. Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols, P-326, the first thing I noticed about the symbol of the gavels is that they were always depicted upside down. I would have thought they would have been depicted with the head of the gavel at the top. 
However, we are not thinking like a pagan, who worships sex in all forms, and never lets an opportunity slip by him to depict the great sex act. Masonic author, George Oliver, says that in ancient times, the gavel referred to the hammer of the god Thor. Oliver, Signs and Symbols, 1906. We know that Thor is an ancient pagan god, one whom Freemasons worship. In fact, Thor is part of the pagan trinity in Scandinavia, Pike, Morals and Dogma. Also W.L. Wilmshurst, The Masonic Initiation, 1980. However, Albert Pike makes identification of Thor very easy for us, as he states, on page 15 of Morals and Dogma, that Thor is another name for Sirius, the blazing star or the pentagram. Now you can see why this Masonic website depicted three different types of gavels in the familiar pentagram, above right. However, on page 381, Pike also tells us that Thor was the sun, the Egyptian Osiris, and Neph, the Phoenician bell or ball. The Bible tells us that worshipping Baal is identical to worshipping the devil. God condemned Baal worship, slaughtered the priests of Baal, and finally abolished it altogether in Israel. Yet, here, Freemasonry boldly states that they revere him. But, let us get back to the subject at hand, i.e., sexual connotations of Masonic symbols. Masonic author, J.S.M. Ward states, Thus we see that the hammer or gavel, and the Tau, were originally the same, and this is a natural evolution of symbols, for the Tau cross is evolved from the phallus, and that is the symbol of God the Creator. Ward, Freemasonry and the Ancient Gods, 1921. But this is not the only place where the Tau cross occurs. The gavels are all T-crosses, and combine in one symbol the hammer, the sign of the rule, and the T-cross, the symbol of the male or creative side of the deity. And, lest there should be any mistake, the T is placed on the apron of the master of the lodge, though placed upside down so as to give the symbol of the square, and also to emphasize its phallic meaning. Ibid. When we were discussing the triangle and the hexagram, above, we displayed a Tau cross, T cross, within a triangle and circle. The Tau cross was originally created to worship the Babylonian god, Tammuz. Sex at the end of the Masonic rainbow? Masonic author, George Oliver states, it is remarkable that in all the ancient systems of mythology, the Great Father, or the male generative principle, Phallus, was uniformly symbolized by a point within a circle. This emblem was placed by the Scandinavian priests and poets on the central summit of a rainbow, which was fabled to be a bridge leading from Earth, female vulva, to heaven, Great Father's Phallus. Oliver, Signs and Symbols, also R. Swinburne, The Mysteries of Osiris or Ancient Egyptian Initiation, in the ancient Jewish Kabbalah. Mystical rabbis taught that the rainbow symbolized a sexual rite. The bow off to rainbow was supposedly the phallus of the male god which descended into the kingdom of the womb, the queen or goddess. The union was said to create immense divine powers. Tex Mars, mystery mark of the new age. Sex in the cross and the crown. Most Christians would have no trouble accepting the cross and the crown symbol here. However, Freemasons have just a little bit more on their minds than this. They have a whole lot of sex on their brains. In the Masonic report, we make this discovery. Question. What does Masonry's emblem of the cross and crown actually symbolize? Answer. The cross of Freemasonry is a philosophical cross, according to Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma, page 771. It is philosophical in the sense that it represents the generating fecundating principle by the perpendicular shaft, phallus, and the matrix of womb of nature, the female producing principle, female vulva, by the horizontal shaft. The philosophy of the Masonic cross is totally phallic. The crown of this Masonic emblem is also phallic, it being the first emanation of the Kabbalistic Sephiroth. C.F. McQuaig, The Masonic Report, 1976, 
Masons have taken the cross of Jesus and turned it into a phallic symbol. One side issue that this quote settles is that this official Masonic publication, printed in Contemporary Times, 1976, quotes Albert Pike as an authority. We have had many emails from Masons claiming that Albert Pike had been discredited by contemporary Masonry, and even some emails suggesting that a rogue, Albert Pike wrote morals and dogma and magnum opus. We can now see that this is simply a lie designed to try to confuse. In fact, the respect paid by Freemasons to this number, number three, goes far to suggest that our mysteries have affinities not only with the Egyptian rites and ceremonies, but with those of a good many other nations. John T. Lawrence, The Perfect Ashler, 1912.